former deputy assistant to the President of the United States, Sebastian Gorka, joins us for this edition of the StrongCast. Um, we welcome Sebastian Gorka um, to our StrongCast Airways. Dr. Gorka, you, you spoke at the Magna March, you were there in the environment. It was peaceful. It was welcoming. What were your thoughts and your feelings about the Magna March recently in Washington, D.C.? Well, uh, Armstrong, it was a joyous, joyous day, at least until the, the jackals came out from the darkness as, uh, as people started to go home. But uh, for, the, for the hours of the actual Trump rally, the Trump march, we had hundreds of thousands of Americans from across the country of every skin color, every socioeconomic background there to celebrate the last four years and to send a message to the president that he has 73 million people who have his back. And we just want to send one message to the swamp, to the left and to the rhinos that every legal ballot should be counted and every American should join with that, uh, join with that request. And then I gave a speech uh, to everybody gathered on how I think the president can still win the election. And it was uh, a beautiful day. And then, of course, we saw what happened later when Antifa and uh, violent parts of BLM decided to attack innocent Americans, black mothers with their children, senior citizens and 10 year old girls. It was it was disgusting. But that's what the left has done. They've normalized in the last five years, Armstrong. What about some of the signs, and I know you have no control over what, what signs that people bring, where they thought that some of the signs were insightful and disrespectful? I didn't see any signs that were, inc that were inciting or uh, disrespectful. I, I was surprised by some of the signs. I saw a lot of, you know, um, every legal vote matters and stuff like that and supportive of the president. But I did see quite a few signs, and I wasn't expecting that, that were uh, lamb. Fox and criticizing Fox for being fake news. So I, I you know, I, I didn't see anything that disturbed me, but I was surprised by the ones that uh, were attacking Fox. What was the purpose of the march? Why did people come? Well, very clearly, because we believe that very um, questionable things have happened, not just in Pennsylvania, but in many, many states. We saw the incredible, uh, what, what happened, uh, Tuesday night with the, the reversal of the certification of Georgia and then 90 minutes later a, a, a reversal of that decision something stinks when when you look at look at look at just the, the facts just forget that the the gross projections the complete mistakes look at what we know already the president received 10 million more votes than he did four years ago he's received more votes than any president in American history even Barack Obama he received the greatest proportion of minority votes for a Republican since the 1950s. No state houses were flipped. Zero state houses were flipped by the Democrats. The GOP looks, it's tight, but they look to be controlling the Senate, to keep control of the Senate. And Nancy Pelosi's lead in the House is hemorrhaging so much that she may not even retain the speakership. So all of these four incredible wins for the GOP but we're supposed to believe that Donald Trump lost. There's something that doesn't make sense. It's hinky, it stinks, and we just want it to be investigated, every accusation to be investigated, and every legal ballot 
to be counted. Who will be sworn in as president on January 20th, 2021? It all, it's all down to the next four weeks. Uh, we, have, uh, we don't have direct democracy here in America. We have the genius of the Electoral College. The Electoral College doesn't meet until mid-December. If the local authorities, if the local state houses, state secretaries, chief clerks refuse, and this is my argument, I spoke to the president on Thursday, this was my argument to him, if we can exert enough political pressure to make sure that those states that are still in dispute do not certify these elections, because clearly something is massively fraudulent, then neither Biden nor the president gets 270 votes, which is the minimum electoral mandate in, mandate in the college. And then what happens? The Constitution is beautiful. Just like Thomas Jefferson, when he was elected, it turns into a contingent presidential election when the House of Representatives actually chooses our next president and not by membership. This isn't, you know, Nancy and her people and Steve Scalise or, or, or McCarthy. This is done by state vote. And right now, the beautiful thing is Republicans have more states in the House than the Democrats, and the president is reelected for a second term. That's, that's my game plan. That's what I've told the president. But we'll see what happens in the next three or four weeks as to whether requisite pressure can be applied to those state houses, those state secretaries, and to those chief clerks. But you have more and more Republican leaders and stalwarts of the party coming out congratulating Biden and Harris. Not stalwarts, no, not stalwarts. You, you have rhinos. You have rhinos. I, I've been actually very impressed with how the establishment GOP has held the line supporting the president. So, no, you, you, have, you have weak-willed individuals. You have fake conservatives like Mitt Romney, but they don't matter. After 2016, this is Donald Trump's Republican Party. That's for sure. Were you surprised at the uh, historic amount of African-American votes that the president received? You know, I was so excited. I, latest figures, when you look at exit polling, says he won at least 19, 18, maybe 20 percent of the male or black population's vote. Look, if that trend continues, we will break what Candace Owens has called the Democrat plantation. Uh, Democrats used to run real plantations. Remember, the KKK was a Democrat organization. Remember, Abraham Lincoln, the great emancipator, was the first Republican president. So if this trend continues, we will break that plantation and American, black Americans will finally be free from this drug of dependence upon the big state and the broken promises of the Democrats. So, look, I want to see more of that. It's a great, great start. But let's see more of our black brothers voting for President Trump. Why was the MAGA march so important recently? Why was it so important for everyday Americans to come? Well, I think for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was sending a message to the left that they may preach diversity, but really they are intolerant. If you disagree with the left, you're going to be canceled. If you have a shop downtown in Seattle or Portland, uh, then you may be uh, broken into, looted, set on fire. We've seen $3 billion worth of damage to businesses uh, since the George Floyd protests began. So I think it was a message of true tolerance, of true diversity in the face of this monarch left that has truly normalized violence since George Floyd was killed. Uh, look, Armstrong, 
uh, almost 30 people have been murdered across the country, including David Dorn, that retired black police uh, captain, and almost half of them were black. So they preach, they preach Black Lives Matter when they're actually destroying black communities and black people are being killed in the name of social justice. So I think it was a message of who the real tolerant people are in America. And secondly, and I'm so glad the president came down to see us and he, he drove by in his up-armored SUV and waved at the crowds looking super happy. This was a message for the president. 73 million Americans, more than any other presidential election in history, have, have supported this incumbent. So it's a message to you know the president. Hold the line. We have your back. You've had our back for four years. Now we support you. So don't give up. Keep, keep, keep fighting. Talk, talk about just how well um, the GOP um, did. Um, now that we can sort of sift through the debris following the election. Well, look, we have a couple of seats. Amazing. Armstrong, I don't know if you agree with me, but you know, this is America, the only nation that's planted its flag on the moon that could you know, put rovers on Mars, and we're still, still counting some elections. It's just sheer insanity. And I don't mean challenges by Rudy Giuliani. I mean, some states that still don't know who won a specific election. But if we look at what we do know, incredible. I mean, let's put it in context. What were we told for the last four months? Oh, that Democrat wave is coming. Biden's going to declare victory at 10 p.m. The GOP is going to be crushed again in the House, and they may, may even take the Senate. What's the reality? None of that happened. Absolutely none of it happened. And the fact, people don't pay attention to this, but the fact that not only were uh, zero state houses flipped for the Democrats, not one, not one state house was flipped to the Democrats, also... Nancy Pelosi's lead in the House was decimated. We have 14, count them, 14 women, including minorities, who were elected to the House of Representatives as Republicans. I, I thought it was the Democrats that were the party of minorities and women. It shows you that their rhetoric is hollow. It's a lie. And if you want to be in a party of inclusion and diversity, it's the Republican Party. So, you know, everything changed in 2016. Anything is possible. I, I call it the age of Trump, having worked for him in the White House, now being one of his appointees uh, on one of his Pentagon boards. I love to use the phrase moving at the speed of Trump and living in the age of Trump. And in living in the age of Trump means anything is possible. And that's why this election is so significant. And finally, what do you think the, the numbers were for the peaceful march recently for MAGA, and what do you think the, um, the people who came will ha eventually have to show for the fact that they came in support of the president and holding, holding their feet to the fire? Well, that's, you know, okay, first things first, I I'll just tell you one thing. I, you allegedly were in the crowd. You were very sneakily in the crowd, and you saw me. When I got up onto the podium at the Supreme Court, I, I, I looked south, I looked west, I looked east. I saw people as far as the eye could see, uh, to the horizon. I, I just got sent late last night a, a whole slew, dozens of photographs from a professional photographer. It's incredible. I'm going to be posting them on my, my Twitter feed, Seb Gorka, on my Facebook page, Sebastian Gorka. I'll put them up on my, my website as well. And it's just hundreds of thousands. I don't know if it's a million, but it's clearly hundreds of thousands of
the country. Somebody called into my radio show the day before the march onto my show, America First, and she said, I'm coming with five of my friends, all ladies, and we're getting on a plane now in California to come to D.C. just to march for the president and for fair and free elections. So an amazing, amazing result. What, what should they expect, the people who came? Uh, you used the phrase. You nailed it, Armstrong. We have to, we have to bring the heat. We have, to, we have to put the feet to the fire of these, these fake conservatives, these rhinos across America, and say, if you certify a clearly fraudulent election, if you send electoral college electors to D.C., when all of this stuff is out there, the whistleblowers, the Dominion systems, the, the ballots being filled out by poll workers, guess what? You are never, ever going to get reelected. So we need to put the fear of God into them. It's up to us now. As I said at that remarks, you know, I, I was wearing a suit, but I got my MAGA hat out at the end, and I said to everybody, time to get your MAGA on. I don't care if you live in Pennsylvania or Arizona. You can live anywhere Get out on the street, protest, show the president you have his back and show the establishment that we will not let them steal this election. What about the media optic that most people were not wearing masks? Why is that? Why is it a problem only if you're a Trump supporter, but, but not if you're having celebrations after the election and you're a Biden voter? Well, why is that not a problem if you're in New York at you know, the biggest transsexual demonstration ever? It's interesting. I never see Jake Tapper, fake Jake, complain about it when it's BLM, when it's Antifa, when it's something close to the hearts of the deranged leftists. Then COVID magically disappears. How is that? Oh, it's only conservatives that need to wear masks. We know who you are. You're liars. The fake news industrial complex are just hacks and they are an outpost. They are a propaganda arm of the DNC. And that's, look, I, I, he hates it when I say it, and I think Anderson Cooper's never going to invite me back on his show. Armstrong, you know, you crush it. You are your own media mogul. You and I have a lot of fun on Sinclair. Anderson Cooper, the star of CNN, on a good night, on a good night, gets 600,000 viewers. I've done the math. That's zero, zero. 0.28% of the U.S. population. CNN is tanking. That's why things such as Sinclair are so important. That's why new competitors like Newsmax are growing, because the legacy media are frauds, and the American people have seen through it. Sebastian Gorka, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for what you do. How can people watch your uh, uh, Salem radio show? Yeah, so we, we live stream it on YouTube. So the radio show America First is on hundreds of terrestrial stations, but you can watch it live on YouTube. So just look for my name, Sebastian Gorka, G-O-R-K-A. And uh, the title of the show is America First. Check out my uh, Twitter page, my Facebook page. And also we have our own web, web page, which is sebgorka.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. God bless. Sebastian, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Strongcast. Be sure to tune in next week.